Welcome back to Access Brokerage Podcasts. This is Jim Parker, broker at Access Brokerage, 770-265-7293. I can also be reached at email, jim at abuyeragent.com. Well, I'd like to get into mortgage rates. I know there's volumes written on it. I know there's a lot of topics uh, that relate to it. But what I want to do is just kind of get a summary and give you a few tips, uh, not overload anybody, but just kind of walk you through it. Well, basically on my website at accessbrokerageandabuyeragent.com, I have a link to steps of the mortgage process, you know, and the first first step of that process would be to kind of determine what monthly payment you can really afford, which is so important. And I stress affordability. Uh, You can certainly get a mortgage for more than you can afford. You can stretch it out and get a lot more house, but then that makes it really tight in case you have to have repairs or anything done to the house or you want to update it, upgrade it. So just stay within your means. The next step would be to um, look for what type of loan should you choose. What's important to you? Is it a low monthly payment every month? Is it a low down payment because you're strapped for funds, but you want to get a into a house, but you don't have a lot of money to put down? Or is it just simply a low interest rate? I mean, there's many, many, many types of loans that could fit any one of those scenarios. The third step is, is definitely um, understand the different types available for your financing. The conventional is a typical could be anywhere from 5% to 20% or more down payment. Uh, Usually they're competitive rates with everybody else. And uh, conventional just means that those mortgages are bought and sold on the secondary market. And Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, you've heard of them. They buy those loans and put them in a portfolio package to other investors. Uh, There's also FHA loans that usually don't require as much down payment. They do have a PMI on them, and they are um, usually a little bit more flexible on uh, credit scores. VA, you know, if you're a military vet- veteran, it's a great program at times. Uh, it's usually 100% financing based on your v- VA eligibility, and usually there's enough uh, eligibility to purchase somewhere in the you know the four or five six hundred thousand dollar house range. So you know, don't be afraid to consider that and just explore those with a lender, which is the next step. Um, if you get, um, advice from friends, relatives, and if you're working with a realtor, um, may want to get their advice on lenders you can choose. Now they, uh, might have somebody that you want to work with. They might not. I would suggest that you get a number of them together, uh, on paper and then take the time to call them in a certain period of time, usually within a 15 to 30 day window, you can call as many as you want to uh, ask about their programs. And then that doesn't really get uh, a big crunch or big hit on your credit score. They won't have to pull up at one inquiry, basically, even though you talk to many lenders. Uh, I have a worksheet for questions to compare lenders on my website. And, 
you know, please go there and, and pull that off and print that out so you can compare it to different questions and you have to ask lenders. Now, um, basically, um, we've heard of the uh, mortgage interest rates fluctuating um, and they do fluctuate every day and within the day. So y- you don't really have a mortgage rate that's fixed at one period of time for several days in a row. Uh, there's lots of lenders, there's lots of investors that are offering loans. And you, if you go to a bank, you know, you they'll probably hold a lot of the loans. Uh, if you go to a mortgage broker, they might uh, work with investors that give you different types of loans, but you know, they won't hold the loan. They'll sell the loan on the secondary market again. So somebody else will be servicing your loan and you'll be just paying your monthly payment to somebody not the XYZ company you went with, but maybe ABC. So, you know, getting back to some of the mortgage tips, um, a quick uh, rule of thumb uh, that I've seen and calculated out is that if you're uh, having a mortgage on a house, you know, making a loan, getting a loan on a house, roughly 4 to $5 per thousand is what you're going to be paying on the mortgage payment. And, uh, you know, the $4 per figure is probably more money down, like a 20% loan figured out about $4 per thousand of loan. And if you're putting less money down or a higher interest rate, you know, uh, probably around $5 uh, of a thousand. And I'm just using those ballpark figures just to kind of give you a quick and dirty, you know, if you've got a $300,000 loan on a house, Maybe the house is three hundred twenty thousand, and you want to put twenty thousand down to make it a three hundred thousand dollar loan. Then figure three hundred times four dollars, three hundred times five dollars. You know, we're talking about twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollar range per month. That's just principal and interest, and you always want to add maybe twenty percent of that principal and interest on for property taxes, homeowners insurance, and mortgage insurance that will. Um, probably have to be charged. Sometimes it isn't. If it's uh, enough down payment, some programs offered by lenders, they don't charge it. Um, when we get into 10-year treasury notes, um, you'll look at the news and the mortgage interest rates kind of coincide with the movement of the 10-year treasury notes. And you got to step back and think, okay, why? Well, basically 10-year treasury notes and mortgages are sold on an open market. You know, that's not you and me buying those, but, you know, major investors will buy either one of those investments and they want to get a safe investment. That's your government 10-year note. But it coincides a lot with the movement of the the mortgage rates because they're somewhat competitive in if investors want to have a safe investment. Mortgages have been over time, obviously, not in the mid-2000s but relatively uh, secure, safe investments. So um, they um, buy the 10-year treasury rates at a certain rate, but if there's a lot of demand for that, it pushes the price up and the yields go down. So if a lot of people are interested in, in, in uh, buying government securities over uh, market securities, then that means that it, uh, the rates probably should fall because they want a safer investment. Now, as far as the uh, purchase of uh, mortgage securities, um, you know, a lot of investors, multi-billion dollar investors might go in and buy a lot of mortgages up 
and that's relatively safe. But those rates fluctuate with the 10-year Treasury note. So just be aware of that. Um, also, you know, when you pick a lender, you know, you try to get a local lender that you can go in and talk with and see. Uh, there are a lot of internet uh, lenders, you know, Quicken Loans uh, and others that have um, a 800 number to call. And if you have questions or if you need to talk to somebody, it's much easier to get to somebody local here uh, in your metro area, in Atlanta area. There's there's hundreds. But um, just try to pick somebody local that you can sit down with. If you have problems, if you have any questions, you can go to them and get a hold of them easier than the 800 numbers out in California or wherever. Also, uh, pre-qualifications, you'll hear about that. Um, just um, you want to get pre-qualified before you go out looking for homes. Whether or not you have an agent, which, you know, I'm always available, and whether or not you have an agent, you definitely need to pre-qualify. And one of the major reasons is if you don't and you start going out looking for homes thinking you can qualify, well, you might run across a house that's great for you, and you may start making a, a contract, you know, and you get it under contract. And now what? You know, you've got a certain number of days that they'll want you to uh, qualify for a loan. And now you're under the gun. You got to go find a lender. You got to go uh, apply for the loan. You have to see if there's anything uh, on your credit rating or credit, credit history that you may or may not be aware of. Um, but you want to pre-qualify with a lender to know that your financing, you, your financing is all set up. They can pre-approve you or pre-qualify you, whatever. There's two terms and I won't get into that, but basically, um, you know, you're, you're set, you're ahead of the game. If you go in to make an offer, you know exactly what you're going to be affording and exactly what kind of loan, you know, you're going to probably get and have confidence that you can go in and qualify for that purchase and not get disappointed by going in and trying to catch up and get qualified and then don't because of something on the history that you didn't know about or just something that's that's hanging out there that uh, you know just takes so much time to do and you can't do that within this certain period of time so i guess uh, that kind of wraps up a little bit about mortgage rates i may want to talk uh, in another podcast about it but again uh, the important things is is to kind of do a ballpark figure first to see what you can afford and just be uh, as conservative as possible and don't extend yourself. Um, if you do want to pursue a loan, get pre-qualified with a lender, talk to a lot of lenders at one time and get a good comparison of what their programs offer. And then, uh, you know, sometimes the rates can fluctuate, but, rates um, go, like I said, go up and down. Uh, once you lock in on a certain rate, you probably can't adjust it, but there's some programs with lenders out there that do. So it's just, like I said, there's a myriad of issues around mortgage is and mortgage rates. So just beware. And you can, as always, you can contact me if you had any questions. Uh, this is Jim Parker at 770 265-7293. Be happy to talk to you. Thanks for listening. Hey, as a footnote to the mortgage rate and mortgages uh, segment that I just had completed, 
Uh, there are several mortgage calculators out there on the internet, which which can help you identify the basic costs of a, any particular mortgage amount, any loan amount that you're planning on on uh, making. Uh, one of them is a home purchase calculator from Bankrate that I've got on my website at abuyeragent.com. And also there's uh, Zillow also has a fairly decent one to use. So those tools, and you can just search or put in a search for mortgage calculators and come up with a number of them. But I found that Realtor.com and Zillow are pretty decent ones to, to use, pretty easy and simple and graphical. So good luck with that. Thanks, and uh, stay tuned for the next segment. Hi, this is Jim Parker, Access Brokerage Realty. This segment involves <clears throat> new homes in Atlanta, metro Atlanta area. And on my website at abuyeragent.com, there's a link to homes for sale. And in that link is a number of the local Atlanta area builders. Uh, for instance, we've got Ashton Woods, Beezer Homes, Benchmark Homes, D.R. Horton Homes, Monty Hewitt, Pulte, Trayton, Venture, John Whelan, and many more. So just hit that spot and you can see each one of their websites and see if there's any detailed information on any locations. But a more generic site is always the Atlanta Communities Magazine, which is atlantacommunities.com. This is a website you can just search for new homes in each county around the metro area. Uh, you can There's Atlanta North, there's Cobb, there's Cherokee, there's Douglas County. Almost every uh, one of the 15 to 20 metro area counties is here. Now, the problem, not all builders put their uh, inventory in or advertise it in this magazine. So, yeah, there's still times where you have to drive around to find some of these homes. But for the most part, that community's magazine is pretty thorough and comprehensive. So my thoughts are just to um, mull around in those websites and see if there's anything you like. Also, I can represent you on almost anything out there in the metro Atlanta area. So just uh, contact me if you have any questions. If you're dealing with an agent, just make sure that you do uh, state that you're working with an agent at the home's new home location. Uh, they sometimes will ask you if you're working with an agent, and sometimes people say no, and they are. And that's a procuring cause issue, which may or may not allow your agent to work with you and get a commission. So, but also, um, you want an agent who's working with you to check out the builder, the quality of the build, the reputations, um, look at the properties to see if they see any issues surrounding the area. Uh, so it's a very important not to sign any registers unless you want to declare that you're working with an agent, which is fine. Just put their agent name down and um, uh, ask questions and uh, they should be able to help you because they're out there, the builder representatives and or realtors that represent builders. There's two different ones. Some are employees of the builders, some are not. Some are just uh, uh, realtors they hire. But um, they're out to sell houses. They want you to be happy and satisfied. And for the most part, they will cooperate with another uh, broker. It's very um, suspicious if they don't. Uh, 
So you can tell what kind of builder or organization you're dealing with if they won't let you use another agent to represent your interests. And that's so important because there's so many factors in a new build. There's, you know, foundational inspections, there's framing inspections, and there's final inspections. Um, You want to have an agent that knows about that, that knows pretty thorough about new construction, and knows that um, they're going to be protecting you as possible, as much as possible, in that contract situation and through the process. And one other cautionary tale is that the builders normally have a specific contracts that typically present rep, uh, represent and protect them. Um, you can't typically get a lot of conditions and contingencies in builder contracts than you can than you can in a repurchase contract because uh, they want to make sure you know in all fairness they want to make sure you're locked in and going to be finishing this house. And they don't want to get halfway down and and then you disappear with all these features you liked. And then a new buyer comes in, wants different features that has to be modified. And sometimes they can, and sometimes they can't be modified. So, you know, in in all fairness to the builders, they want you to lock in and go forward. So um, they don't like a lot of change after they start the process. But also, you want to make sure that you're protected as much as you can be protected in whatever way you can by the right buyer agent. So stay tuned for the next segment, and thank you for listening. Well, this is the third and final segment of my podcast for today, and it relates to iBuyers. What do I mean by iBuyers? Well, iBuyers are simply, the I stands for instant, <clears throat> which is happening across the country Companies like Zillow, Open Door, Knock, OfferPad, they're offering cash as investors to people who either don't want the inconvenience of marketing their homes in that process, or may not even have the resources to update their homes to, to current condition standards that, that buyers are looking for. Uh, the issues there are uh, the companies have slightly different profit models, but really according to a Forbes article I posted here in the podcast and on my blog at abiblog.abuyeragent.com, that uh, the iBuyer will typically charge a full commission plus build in a discount to fair market value to compensate for the risk they're taking to provide instant liquidity. Now, uh, this could amount to, you know, based on Forbes example of a $400,000 home, you uh, might get a 5% discount of fair value plus the 5% commission on top of that. So, you know, you may sell it for 400 and to them less the the 40,000 and get like 360,000 instead of marketing the property, maybe getting more than 400,000 based on your market uh, demand, you know, like in the Atlanta real estate market, uh, you put a house on a market, you can pretty much uh, can, conceive that it could go under contract in a week or less because of the lack of inventory. Um, and market demand will push that price maybe up a little higher than a 400, less the commission, you'll get, you'll break out better listing it and going through the marketing process than you will with an iBuyer, according to the Forbes article. Now, um, as related to the Atlanta market, I went to the uh, realtor showcase that was put on at the Galleria on August 22nd. And there was a panel discussion with uh, the FMLS folks, with the uh, realtor folks, GAR folks, 
et cetera. Um, and this topic I brought up in front of the panel and they really didn't have any kind of uh, answer to it, but they did agree that the iBuyers were part of the cause of the limited inventory for realtors in the marketplace. For instance, uh, three of the last four sales in my neighborhood have been with iBuyers. So those mar- properties could have been marketed by a realtor for all buyers. But now the investors came in, offered cash, quick sale to get out of the house, and now they're going to flip to rent them. So not only are they not available to, to purchase from my client buyers, but they're also not available for anybody else to buy because they're going to be renting them. They see rentals as an opportunity to make back uh, the money quicker. Uh, maybe they couldn't flip them for the profit they wanted. So <clears throat> it's a buy and hold, just like any investment. So iBuyers are influencing the Atlanta market that way. And I'm sure they're influencing the, the marketplace in other communities as well. So just beware that there are um, iBuyers, companies out there that are going to pay cash for a house, pull it off the potential marketplace and limit the inventory for other buyers to choose from. And that, coupled with many other factors going on, is a serious problem in the Atlanta marketplace that there is not enough inventory of decent homes. Now, there there are decent homes on the market, and they go relatively fast. But for those people that are looking, they don't have a lot of choices, as many as they could have if the iBuyers stayed out of the marketplace. Well, thanks for listening. This is Jim Parker, Access Brokerage Realty, 770-265-7293. Look me up at accessbrokerage.com or abuyeragent.com. And just let me know if you have any questions. And please uh, give me a call at your convenience to uh, share any ideas or thoughts you have on future segments as well. Thank you for listening. Lost in confusion When I tell them there's no problem Only solutions